Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Ezekiel 15. It's one of the shorter chapters in Ezekiel. going to go through the whole thing. We were in Ezekiel 11 yesterday, but just to give you some headings between where we were yesterday and where we're going to be today, it's not a good picture for the people of Judah. First, in chapter 12, it's Judah's captivity is symbolized. 13, false prophets are condemned. Chapter 14, idolatrous elders are condemned. And here we get to chapter 15. It says, Jerusalem, a useless vine. We're going to talk about vines today and a remarkable connection from this text talking about Israel or Jerusalem, the people of God, as a useless vine, and referring that back to vines in the Old Testament and prophecy and how they were originally understood, and then fast-forwarding to Jesus talking about a vine. And this will be a text that you're familiar with when we get to the New Testament. You remember that Ezekiel is a prophet of God who is been exiled in the first wave of exiles that went to captivity in Babylon. He went with King Jehoiakim, maybe 597-ish BC. Jerusalem isn't completely destroyed until 587 BC. And so this is a 10-year process, and Ezekiel is writing from captivity in Babylon to the, the situation that's going on, foretelling the destruction of Jerusalem, God's punishment of his people because of their sin, because of their faithlessness, because of their walking away from the covenant, because of their worshiping false idols. And this will be a process, and it's going to end with a lot of punishment, but also some hope that God will restore all things through a remnant of people who will be reconciled back to him, who will repent this law come to fruition, ultimately in the person of Jesus Christ. But check out this conversation about vines in chapter 15. And the Lord, the word of the Lord came to me, son of man, how does the wood of the vine surpass any wood? The vine branch that is among the trees of the forest. Is wood taken from it to make anything? Do people take a peg from it to hang any vessel on it? Behold, it is given to the fire for fuel. When the fire has consumed both ends of it, and the middle is charred, is it useful for anything? Behold, when it was whole, it was used for nothing. How much less when fire has consumed it and it is charred, can it be used for anything? Therefore, thus says the Lord God, like the wood of the vine among the trees of the forest, which I have given to the fire for fuel, so I have given up the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and I will set my face against them. Though they escape from the fire, the fire shall yet consume them. And you will know that I am the Lord when I set my face against them, and I will make the land desolate because they have acted faithlessly, declares the Lord God. So here we see the same theme repeated over and over. God is punishing his people for their faithlessness, and here he's comparing them to a useless vine. It's not useless for anything when it's not burned, and it's especially useless for nothing when it is burned, but that is going to be what the people of Jerusalem end up like. Burned, torn down, killed, and punished for their waywardness. Now let's talk about, or let's look at Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 21. There are a few references in the Old Testament uh, to Israel as a vine. And here's another one of them. It says, Yet I planted you a choice vine, holy of pure seed. 
How then you have turned degenerate and become a wild vine. Here God, through the prophet Jeremiah, is writing to the people of Judah, people of Israel, and he is saying, you were planted holy as a pure seed. In, in fact, I set you apart, Israel, as my own people, as a special favored nation, the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We had a special covenant compared to my relationship with all the other peoples of the world. I planted you wholly as a pure seed, but you have turned degenerate and you have become a wild vine. A wild vine produces bitter fruit, not good fruit. And so this is another image that God is not, vines aren't bad altogether, God planted Israel as a holy vine initially, but they became a degenerate vine. And now, like we see in Ezekiel 15, this is a vine that is not worth anything, and it's going to be burned, the people of Israel, punished for their sin. So when Jesus comes on the scene, and friends, I need to tell you this, this is a text that if you're familiar with your Bibles, you're probably familiar with this, John 15, 1 through 5. I didn't ever ask this question before today, and I didn't connect these dots before today. So this is kind of exciting stuff for me. Here's what it says. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. So this is an illustration that Jesus is using to describe our relationship to him, and that is that we're just merely branches. He's the vine, he's the source of the nutrients, and the nutrients flow through us as long as we abide in the vine, and they bear fruit at the other end of the branch. We don't bear fruit, we just are a branch that carries nutrients from the vine to the fruit. Jesus provides the nutrients, the Spirit causes the fruit to grow, and we're just branches. And this is a great illustration. But something else is going on in this text that I was never aware of before now. When he starts off in verse 1 and says, I am the true vine. In the back of my mind, I always kind of wondered, but I never formulated the question until today. What do you mean I am the true vine? The true vine? Do you mean to suggest, Jesus, that there are false vines or bad vines? Well, yeah. That's exactly what we figured out today. There are bad vines, namely the vines being referred to in Ezekiel 15, the people of God who were planted as holy seed, but who became degenerate. And so Jesus comes on the scene, and you can bet that the teachers of the law would have understood what he was saying. It would have conjured to their memories what they were familiar with from the Old Testament prophets, namely Ezekiel chapter 15, that God had condemned Jerusalem and the people of Israel, the unfaithful ones, to the fire like a vine that is useless. But here comes Jesus on the scene saying, I am the true vine. And apart from you, you can do nothing. And Jesus, friends, is the true vine that we can look forward to from the dark days of Ezekiel 15, the one who will live a righteous and perfect life, fulfilling the requirements of the law perfectly in a way that no man could. He'll die a sinless death. He'll rise from the grave, defeating sin, death, and the power of the devil, so that anybody who puts their faith and trust in him can have his righteousness, can stand holy and blameless and perfect before God, despite the fact that they're sinful, and be part of a vine that is the true vine, the vine that is not the vine of wayward Israelites in the Old Testament, but the one that will lead us to glory. And we're thankful for that. 
Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.